Hello, everybody. Welcome to Formlessness Podcast. Formlessness Podcast. It's the show that's always being. It's the show that's always being. Um, the show where we fruitfully and finally finesse our way through um, all feelings and all states of being. And isn't that what is the... Man, I'm really peaking. Hold on. I mean, I'm on the come up, but I'm peaking at the same time. Hopefully that's a little bit better for you. Um, we today are talking about rebirth. Rebirth. Hold on. Rebirth. I'm just turning on the keyboard here to give us some musical accompaniment. <laughs> rebirth. Uh, isn't it interesting how we all feel all the emotions and as we allow them to move in and out and through us from a place of awareness that is not constricted or grasping onto a certain one of these states, but just seeing it, just seeing them all flow um, through each, each one of us, seeing ourselves as a point of awareness where all things flow in and out. Isn't that what is in being enlightened? And isn't the opposite of being enlightened, being being um, crazy, being unhealthy, being unwell, and isn't enlightenment just being just being functional and integrated into this experience of being human and all of its um, eccentricities and um, subtleties and many different facets of stuff. I mean, there's so much going on, so much going on that I even can't um, recall right now the word that I want to use to describe that these things, the experience of being human is rich and full of many different things and isn't being enlightened just having a integrated and functional uh, relationship with oneself so that so that one can be human and experience the world through all of the different um, sensory inputs that one has all over their body. Yesterday I made a podcast episode called Death, um, where I was very um, sad and dead, and isn't it interesting how maybe watching a TV show where people uh, sign up to be killed um, without any emotion or care for their individuality or their uniqueness, all they are being judged against is a very base level, completely um, inhuman set of values that have nothing to do with being human or not. They just simply have to do with being able to complete a task that a robot could complete. 
And maybe watching that and seeing people being treated this way is not the best sensory input for me to experience as a human and then therefore reciprocate and feedback into the world. It's an interesting paradox between the feedback loop of what one ingests and what one expresses and some, how sometimes that is uh, a direct mirror where if you experience something negative, then you are going to express that negative thing. However, that's not always the case. Sometimes it's possible to transmute this negative energy into something more positive and more helpful. And believe it or not, believe it or not, that's what I'm doing right now uh, with this podcast. Even though it is so bad, uh, it is my path and my route to transmuting the negative energy that I have, that has been input into my system, in which I have, through what consciousness I have, I can transmute it by speaking about it and sharing my feelings and experiences around it from a place of honesty and truth which does not discount any of the feelings or, you know, visceral or ethereal that accompany these experiences, but also without reciprocating the same negative energy and creating the same traumatic events for other people. Um, this is my intention, and I sometimes can't, haven't been able to see myself from a perspective of humanity, and during those times I don't transmute the energy, I just um, replicate it and mirror it back out into the world, and this is something... Uh, this is really the rebirth. This brings us to the topic. This brings us to the topic of the episode of rebirth and uh, the what does it what does it means to be rebirth and to come into oneself in a new way and with a new uh, clear light. And what is the meaning of the function where in one by I mean ah it's best for me to keep speaking this way it's, it's, it does it is difficult though I guess yeah what I part of this transmutation of energy is through speaking in fully indefinite terms not using myself as an example because when I speak from my personal identity perspective, it doesn't clearly 
communicate the intent in which I um, intend to uh, in interact, interfere, in intra intravenous. Doing these free word associations and saying I, me, do this, and this is my feeling, and this whatever. I did. I think it's more beneficial just to speak about one as the collective potential experience of what can be um, a interconnected and common uh, experience for everyone. So I digress. Rebirth, the experience of letting go of one's identity, one's attachment to judgments or past or constructed uh, images and feelings, states of mind, states of being that one has previously experienced and identified as being who someone one is. Letting go of these things allows the space and the energy to move into something that is new and something that does not stay recirculating in the same feelings and the same waters. This is something where whatever one is engaged in, being a part of, to express oneself fully requires an openness of the heart, a vulnerability of the soul, and this path is always a means of moving evolving, growing oneself uh, forward through into the next moment, into the next phase of life, into more of one's journey of discovering who one is through full and genuine uh, intent of expressing oneself, one can access an openness of the heart, a path towards vulnerability, a path towards the true communication, expression, nature, meaning of one's life, not distorted or clouded by other energies, judgments that cause self-sabotage, restrictions that impede the flow of natural energy. Through the genuine desire of expressing one's life into the world, out from oneself into the world, from the inner to the outer to the inner to the outer, This is a path towards aligning 
oneself with one's life meaning, life purpose, the feeling of value that each one of us has in a unique and precious way. This is why making this podcast helps me, provides a meditation of setting up the equipment, a energy, a heightened energy, knowing that I'm speaking to the world where anyone could hear me. It all creates context, energy. It is a meditation, it's a practice which helps me connect with my true life's meaning through intending and trying to express myself fully in this practice. It provides feedback, context, space for me to grow. This is my example of what we're talking about, the death and rebirth. What happens when this intent, this beautiful path of heart-opening vulnerability sparks a reaction in the midst of its unfolding which causes one to judge oneself, to shut down the process in the midst of itself. This is, in a sense, something where the energy, the practice has been initiated, the energy is being built and cultivated, the space is being created for this heart-opening vulnerability to come through. The individual begins through their body uh, with as much consciousness as they have to express this truth, this vulnerability. And something happens where, in the midst of this, where this, this process is interrupted. Maybe it's from the individual coming across a judgment of themselves in which triggers them to shut down their heart, shut down their self-expression. Perhaps it's, in this example of creating a podcast, perhaps the equipment fails. Perhaps some other person interrupts the space of recording. These things can be interrupted in the midst of their powerful uh, transmuting of energy and one can get caught 
in this interruption and create a looping feedback system of incompleteness, imbalance, negativity, victimization. For me in my own life, there have been several poignant moments wherein my heart was open and I was mere seconds away from saying something to a active listener which would heal me and move my consciousness uh, through into a new phase of being and the, the person who was providing the active the listening ear, the, the mirror of the universe in which can allow these things to, to transform, they shut down their space during the midst of this uh, moment of transformation. And the space is broken open and the cycle does not complete in that moment. The rebirth, the life force, which is a constant rebirthing of itself, a constant transformation of itself, the breath is the perfect metaphor for this. Every in-breath we take is a new life. Every breath out, we're letting go of that life and moving on to the next life. Consciousness is meditation itself. Meditation is the act of consciousness. There is no disconnection between these two things. Whatever you are conscious of, you are meditating upon. The cycle of death and rebirth can get caught and, in, and loop back on itself in looping uh, incompletion. Creating imbalance, suffering. This can happen from within, from one's own mental attachment to judgments, self-perceptions. It can happen from without through traumatic events, through others not respecting the boundaries of individual people, through others not respecting free will, uh, through others not showing humanity, forgetting their own humanity. Forget it, that's all it is. It's forgetting what what it is to be human what is it to be human what is humanity humanity to me in this moment is recognizing that i have a body and yet i'm aware that i have a body 
So I am not just my body. I'm not just arms and legs thrashing around, moving around. I am the thing which can direct how my body moves. Yoga, doing these physical meditations of body, holding the body still, strengthening the body, developing a space to hold conscious energy in the body. This can all be done as a human. Humanity, I think, is the ability to choose consciously how we appear, how we approach and interact with physical reality through our bodies. We're not just our bodies, we're this thing that is semi-disconnected from our bodies, that can see our own bodies in different contexts, different associations, different meanings. All of this is done through the meditation, being a human, the meditation of consciously being aware that one is alive, that one is, has a body, and that that body is always feeling everything that, it, that is interfacing with it. As far as consciousness, one can, this is what it comes down to, like, one can choose as a human, remembering one's humanity is, is remembering that no matter what one's background is, what one's experiences are, what one's feelings are, what one's state of body or mind is. At, a, at some point, at some, in some space, one can always be aware that one is aware of something and being aware that one is aware of something is enough space, enough perceptive space to choose the next interaction with what one is aware of. And that is human. When, when, when people are reacting based on some energy that does not come from within them, they are allowing that energy to overtake their bodies and, and um, they're, they're allowing their body to be a vessel for this energy, whether it's through a, a, a reactory state where one is allowing some emotion, emotional wavelength to overtake the consciousness of one's body. Perhaps it's a belief system about how to see humans 
how to see yourself, how to see other people, what concepts and contexts to attach to other people as a baseline for interaction with them. Any of these things that do not come from the point of I'm a human, I have a body, I can choose how I interact with my body, which then interacts with everything else in the world. Anything that doesn't come from that place that one is interacting with, engaging with, allowing to move oneself, it can be a conscious relationship with an energy that one uses. Or it can overtake someone, and that person then becomes not a conscious, not a, not in a conscious, interactive relationship with an energy, but a mechanism for that energy's momentum, intention without without that conscious aspect there. Um, and in those moments, the humanity is lost. The humanity is not what is being recognized. Um, I don't say this to incite a need for control or to um, say that the energies playing themselves out, just energy in general playing itself out is, is wrong or bad. I'm just saying this is what humanity is. This is what humanity is. Having the ability to be aware of what one is aware of and therefore having the choice to interact, have a relationship with whatever one is aware of from a position of creating the next move, the next point, the next phase. Now, of course, one could be very overaware of this, and, and that in and of itself, that overawareness causing, wreaking havoc, causing the energy flow to be interrupted at so many different points through the feedback loop of receptacle reciprocity <laughs> through this um, regurgitating of meta-awareness. These feedback loops I struggle with, I'm struggling with them now. This is the rebirth that I'd like to talk about today. The idea that I must express things from the point of emotional and metaphysical and intellectual truth that I experience them in, in the moment. I develop a space 
of presence to allow myself to speak from a place of truth in the moment in order to heal, transform, transmute, rebalance energies that I'm holding on to from the past, from traumatic events, from painful moments, from harsh judgments that I've created for myself or that have been presented to me from outside sources. Expressing these things through meditation, through yoga, through speech, through creativity. I feel that expressing these things through all of these avenues is what allows for the full humanity to come through. I think they all need to be addressed. If one is expressing one's emotions only through physical exercise, through yoga, through, um, you know, you know, you know, exercise, I'm sure you know better than I do. That's beautiful, but it is only one aspect of oneself. The subtle forms of creativity, self-expression through poetic monologue, free writing, whatever word, whatever thing comes to one's mind without thinking, speaking without thinking, developing that safe space to speak without thinking, to say a word without without filtering what the implications of you, your identity saying that word means. This is extremely freeing. Knowing that, well, I guess the thing is, doing this, I'll go back to my personal identity, me, making this podcast for all these years. That's my intention. Set a space for true openness to allow whatever needs to come through to come through, regardless of my own identity, regardless of any control or filtration mechanisms I may want to impart or imbue on the situation. I want to allow an open space for these things to be metamorphosized, moved around, brought through consciousness from the subconscious. How do we do this? How do we allow a space for this? How do we allow ourselves to do this? 
How do I allow myself to exercise to strengthen my body when I don't enjoy physical activity from a context of yoga class or anything that is not a game. How do I develop a space for speaking whatever it needs to come through my mouth, regardless of my perception of who may be listening, my perception of what's safe to talk about, my ideas about who I am and what it might mean for me to say a certain thing. What is it that allows this space to exist, to function, to be safe, to be a truly safe space? I'm not going to lie, my, this space, I have vacillated between feeling it and the space I'm talking about of this podcast. I have modulated between feeling that safety, expressing something in that safety, and then reacting later to my self-awareness, ascribing the fear of others' reactions to something I said, ascribing my own judgments to something I said, breaking this sacred boundary of non-controlled, non-judgmental, truly open, vulnerable heart space. This space is not, it's so full of life, yet it doesn't discount death. Death is moving to create life. Death is life. The force of life is the force of death. The change of the universe is in the moment where we experience the change of the universe. We are all connected. We are all experiencing the same thing through our own spaces for our own individuality but we feel that connection when we're in the moment together or alone being in the moment feeling the the change the force of life the change of the universe it is equal parts death and life the death things are always dying away to make room for the new life it's a window of changing. It's a window of space on the spectrum of life and time, which is always 
viewing the movement of past to present to future, contraction to expansion. We're all looking through this window all the time. Anytime we choose to be aware of what we are aware of, in any moment, we open the door to seeing through this window where things are dying away, the unneeded, the old, the, dis the things that don't serve the life. Hmm. getting into vocabulary here that I don't feel is neutral. <laughs> Taking space to breathe. Being aware of one's perception of self what it might mean, what one might feel later today when they are feeling constricted and maybe judgmental of oneself. Maybe this beautiful moment of peace will later be looked back on from a constricted place of self-judgment where the essence of it is lost, the meaning, the feeling, the meaning, the connectedness is lost, is overlooked, is distorted, is turned into noise because the focus is on the attachment to identity, attachment to trying to string this whole thing along. Mm. I was sad yesterday, so I'm going to remember I must be who I was yesterday, so I can't be happy today. Hmm. Is that true? How about I'm all things all the time? I allow myself the space, the safety, the peace, the time, the sensitivity to feel everything that I'm feeling all the time. Feel all the times I've felt sad. Feel all the times I've felt happy. Tune in to all the perspectives I've seen myself through from all the times when I felt like I wasn't myself, when I felt wrong, when I felt wronged, when I felt like I was on the wrong path. See myself from all these perspectives. See myself from all the moments when I felt joy. 
when I felt that spark of golden light seeping through my body as I laughed and enjoyed the moment of feeling like a perfect expression of myself. All the times where I had laughed till I couldn't breathe. All the times where I spent a night feeling like everything was perfect and I never wanted it to end. Full of gratitude. Full of communion with people I care for so much who care for me as we both interconnect and use one another to build on each other's energy. Moving out of uh, neutral vocabulary once again as is the great um, challenge with speaking through words How about all the times you forced yourself to say or be something thinking that there was not enough time to feel how you you were feeling in the moment or you had a feeling and Instead of allowing the feeling to open up into itself, show itself to you, you interrupted it with your own dialogue, with your own choice, with your own reaction. Maybe this was an uncomfortable moment of an interaction between you and someone else where the feeling, a feeling started to arise in the middle of a conversation. Instead of allowing a few seconds space to, to allow the feeling to show itself to you, you interrupted it, moved on, changed the course of the conversation, changed the, did not accept the emotion. And maybe you realized this later, later in the day and looked back on that moment where you interrupted the feeling. And maybe you are upset with yourself. Maybe you realize the, how things could have gone differently if you would have done that and maybe you 
use this self-realization to acknowledge and chide yourself for some of your weaknesses, which you know very well. Let's look back on this moment. Maybe you're looking back on this moment now. Maybe you have a, a memory of time this happened and you're looking back on it now and you still feel that, that sense, that urge to cringe, to constrict, to shut down to, this, to the feeling, the feeling of your own self-awareness, remembering something that happened in the past and that urge to Continue through constricting, through not opening to the feeling. We continue the ripple effect that that energy has. It does not become transmuted. When we recall something and we constrict to feeling it with our heart, it just ripples out the same energy same energy of denying the feeling, the chance to show itself to us, cringing at our own faults, flaws. It creates a feedback loop where at every point of reawareness, that opportunity to cringe or open is there and it's so easy it's see it's so set up for it to replicate what it already is not from a place of a horrible what a horrible travesty it's this is the beautiful gift of reality whatever whatever exists will recreate itself every time it is made aware of. A great meditation is creating something with physical matter. Through pure consciousness, one creates something out of thin air by consciously using the physical elements of this reality to form something that was not there before. And whatever has been formed acts as a temple of recreating its own energy every time someone perceives it, every time someone thinks of it, every time it is made aware of in some way. Someone sculpts a frog out of wood. Every time someone looks at that frog, every time someone remembers that process, creating of sculpting it, every time someone thinks about it, it acts as a speaker for rippling out the energy of which it was imbued with. 
we can choose to see these ripples come out from, from all things. I'm looking at a keyboard. I'm thinking about this process. All of the meditative, all of the meaning that was imbued in creating this keyboard through the meditative conscious process that was the only thing that allows it to exist. The only thing that, that made this keyboard go from nothing to a keyboard was a meditation on the consciousness. A meditation uh, uh, slash consciousness of channeling and willing life force energy into this miraculous thing that exists. All of the thinking of all of the different materials, the processes for refining the materials, for sculpting the materials, the creation of every key, every white key, every black key, the molds for each of them, the differing qualities, all the people involved in this, every one working together. It creates this imbued object that ripples and expresses out the wavelengths of the culmination of all of the consciousness that put into it. Maybe this comes from a company where the workers were not working together with the company. Maybe the workers were being forced or manipulated or some, some other terrible thing to provide for this company. Well, that can be tuned into by meditating on the object. Hmm, this, you know, maybe it has flaws in its makeup. Maybe it's not obvious that every single aspect of it was crafted with care and love. All things can be seen through the energetic, through meditating on the energetic output of any other thing. One can tune into every dimension of it, see through all of it. And yet, we haven't arrived at the point of what I'm talking about yet. This is purely meditating on one half one side of this whole thing. Let's keep going with the example of the keyboard. <laughs> and then we'll tie it back in to the example of not allowing of a feeling to show itself to us in the midst of a conversation of a, in an uncomfortable moment where we didn't allow that space for the feeling to show itself to us. We maybe were aware of some concept of our own identity 
thinking, I don't want to be seen as awkward. I want to keep the momentum of the conversation going. So I will not hold space for this feeling. And through being aware of this, it incites more reactions, more awareness. The feeling comes again. The feeling comes up again as an opportunity to choose. Do we allow the momentum that's already there to keep recycling itself? Do we, or do we use our own aliveness, our own consciousness, to open the space for this energy to transmute and change and grow into something new? The keyboard. This is the keyboard. Maybe it was built by workers who were being taken advantage of. Maybe that does show in its quality, in its function. Maybe there are ways of seeing these cracks. Maybe I'm aware of news articles, documentation of this company treating its workers poorly. I choose to be aware of this, to either shut down to the feelings it brings up and think I can only create bad music with this keyboard because the keyboard was created by bad people. It's all bad. Or I can meditate on these truths, on these things, allow the feeling of whatever I feel in relation to this to, to show itself to me. What is this feeling? Mm, maybe I need some more time to think about it, to feel it. What is this feeling? Maybe I take the potential pain and suffering of the workers that were involved in the process of creating this keyboard. And I developed the space to, to allow that same energy to transmute, to shift, instead of being constricted by the awareness that suffering went into the process of creating this object and therefore reciprocating the same suffering by meditating on the suffering when using the object, creating music that is just continuing to ripple out the same effects. Or I hold the space of feeling everything that I feel when I think about the workers suffering in a factory, creating this musical instrument, 
I let myself feel what that feels like. And then, through that opening, I channel that energy into creating music that is healing and empowering to people through this object. You see what I'm saying? Through this memory, you see, this happens to me all the time, the podcast is the best example of this, where I do something, and then I look back on it, and I see my flaws, I see my weaknesses, I see my imbalances. Do I choose to reciprocate those same imbalances by rejecting myself for seeing them in myself? Do I recreate the very things that I'm trying to escape by talking about them, trying to transmute by talking about them? This is the this is the feedback loop. This is the this is the thing. This is where consciousness differentiates from subconscious. This is the subconscious doesn't have that transmutative directive force. The subconscious keeps recircling on its own ripples, on its own energetic wavelength. Bringing consciousness is, what is consciousness? Consciousness is meditation. Consciousness is not knowing who you are, what you are, or having like a clear concept of energy. Consciousness is meditation. Meditating awareness on something is bringing it into consciousness. And holding the space for oneself in this kaleidoscopic, infinitely reciprocating meta loop of self-awareness is how one transforms one's life beyond the limitations of linear time and linear physics, exponentially moving and increasing and decreasing time, physical matter, bodily evolution. These things exist as stable functions of humanity itself through the act of being aware of what one is aware of and of choosing I can look back in time, I can see myself, I can, see, I can recall a certain interaction, a certain moment, a certain feeling, and then choose how to hold space for that in this new moment of recalling it. The memories, the feelings, the states of experience that we are capable and able of to recall at any given moment are exactly what we, each of us, needs in that moment to open up to 
to transmute, to redefine the perspective, to realign the perspective into acceptance, openness. What is this feeling? Sure, I think that it's, you know, uncomfortability, anger, fear. But what is it feeling? What is it feeling? What is it to feel this? Yes, I sense the boxes of mental, intellectual compartmentalization that are triggered in this area when I think about this feeling, when I think about the implications, when I think about the connectedness to my social group, to my job, to my value. What, what if I meditate, what happens if I meditate on the feeling itself? When I give that feeling space and time of attention to show itself to me, Smiling for me triggers a remembrance of the pain and suffering that I'm in. So when I genuinely find myself smiling, mid-smile, I'll remember that my, f my smile looks like a grimace in a certain way, in a certain dimension, in a certain overlay of perspective. My joy triggers my pain. And with that comes the all of the memories of people judging me for feeling pain, rejecting me, me wanting to hide my pain, me rejecting myself, me judging myself. And so is the loop. Of energetic ripples, transmutation. Pure emotions themselves are a clear metaphor representation of this. Pain becomes pleasure when it is felt. Pleasure becomes painful. That's sweet. Mm. Feeling when you love someone so much it breaks your heart. Pleasure becomes pain. When we feel something, are we feeling it? Genuinely? 
or have we developed a near-perfect represent... Are we feeling the actual feeling? Or are we creating a near-perfect representation of that feeling through some level of identity, some level of mental construct. This is where perversion, distortion, begins to enter into the clean feedback loop of energy transmission. Where if one thinks they're opening to pain, they're allowing the pain to be there in the body, in the mind, in the psyche. Feeling, feeling this pain does heal, shift, transmute it into balance, pleasure. However, convincing oneself that one is feeling the pain as a means of running away from the pure feeling of feeling the pain itself without thinking creates a distortion, creates a perversion where the transmutation of energy stops being a transmutation of energy and it becomes a rippling out of the same energy. It's very subtle stuff. Maybe you know to feel your feelings, to feel the pain. Then suddenly you catch yourself, you realize that You've been doing this. You've been. You've developed a very specific, very, um, very good simulation of what it's like to feel pain, to feel your own pain. And yet, it's not feeling the pain itself. It's a simulation that you're running when you feel the pain as a means of distracting yourself from it. Maybe you realize this and your immediate reaction is to hate yourself, to beat yourself up, to say, to think, oh, I'm not. Of course, I'm... I've done it wrong again. Mm, what does that feel like? You see? Holding the space for feelings themselves is what allows change. We can infinitely re 
regurgitate feedback loop on the same energy our entire lives, our entire physical lives, just in the blink of an eye, can go from a whole life of being engaged in the same system where we are looping on a feedback system of energy and when we realize it, it triggers something that starts the same loop happening again. This seems, this can seem so, I mean, it's the, the, the nature of this function is to drive someone mad, make someone crazy. And it does a great job. Feeling the feeling. Is what? Opening up to the feeling. Giving over one's boundaries of identity to one's own feelings, not to any other source, not to any other external teaching or idea or concept or meditation practice. No. Do not give your identity boundary away to any of these things. Relax the boundary of who you think you are in the face of your own feelings. Allow the feeling to intermingle, meld with you. Maybe I would like to say a certain thing. Maybe I'd like to appear a certain way. Maybe I'd like to embody a certain energy. My will, my want to control these things is in the way of melding with the feeling, with truly aligning the truth of who I am in this moment. My desire to have my expression mean a certain thing 
withholds the ability for that expression to be generated. So there is no point of doing this. There is no reason to do this. There is no thing to gain from this. There's nothing to let go of. There's nothing to lose from this. This doesn't mean that pain will not come again. It does mean that the experience and the relationship of all feelings moves, intermingles, weaves its way through without its energy becoming solidified, blocked, stuck in a certain zone where it then will feedback on its own stuck energy until consciousness, attention, conscious meditation of the feeling is opened and, and, until someone opens up, until you open up to what is this feeling opening the rebirth of life exists in this moment as a choice with awareness to open to one's own internal feeling, nothing else, nothing external, never anything external. There's no... You are not being asked, you do not need to ask yourself to open to anything external, to any... anything other than opening to your own feeling inside. Maybe the feeling inside you is being brought up by an external situation. That's okay. You don't need to open up to the external situation. Just open up to the feeling that it brings up in you. Yeah, that's um that is the rebirth episode. Um thanks for listening, thanks for watching. Uh if you want to watch the video of this, subscribe to the Patreon for eleven dollars a month. Um thank you for being here today. I'm gonna keep doing this. But I feel like this is long enough for the episode to be. So Thanks again. See ya. See ya when I see you.